Cody. Yeah. I start school this week. And you mean like your summer semester? Yes. And when I told you that I was going to go hard in the paint for my summer break of two weeks, (laughs) what I thought I meant was I was going to get caught up on Netflix shows, which to be fair, (laughs) hey, hey, don't, I, I was not allowing you to talk during this bit. I want to interject (laughs) just a second. (laughs) Hey. You hey. do not have Netflix, as we've learned from you stealing Netflix using our podcast email address. And also, hey, you've never finished a show in your goddamn life. Continue. <laughs> this was not an opportunity for you to talk, Cody. This is not a <laughs> podcast that we have together. And also, I was using a free trial, first of all. And also, <laughs> I so How I many stab- emails do you have, Allie? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what I did not realize... That I meant when I was going to go hard in the paint during the summer break was that I was going to fall down the vortex of YouTube, specifically the section of Planner Addict YouTube. No. (laughs) And I have been debating over the past two weeks of becoming a sticker person for my planners, which you have thankfully been talking me off the metaphorical ledge for, but I'm still debating on. Listen, I get it. They're very cute, and they just, the planners itself are a very just, like, artistic way to get organized. Not that I would know, because I'm, like, the least organized person on the planet. However, I respect, and I've seen a lot of Pinterest (laughs) photos of people who have their shit together. I just want to be an Etsy bitch. Okay, everyone does. That's the mood. That, that's our. That's like the goal I for know. anyone who's ever lived. That yes, of course. But we don't have that Etsy money. I <laughs> you know. know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the problem. That is the problem. All of these videos that I'm watching are from like rich housewives yep. in like yep. Austin or Chicago. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, the suburbs of Chicago. Oh, yeah. So, like, fucking Skokie. Or, like, not. (laughs) Yeah. And they have these huge rocks on their fingers. And, like, nannies and stuff. And it's like, ugh. They can afford to spend, like, $80 on these matte stickers that they put on their planners every week. Mm. It's like, who has time for that? But I just want to be that bitch. Yeah, well, one of these days, man. I believe in you. Yeah, for now, I just, I'm just gonna play with my dollar store dinosaur stickers. <laughs> I have uh, similarly fell down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Of um, YouTube videos and also just like buying shit <laughs> that I need to not. Like what? Uh, because I, you know, I'm like somewhat witchy. <laughs> it's just, that's just my life. And I've been like tiptoeing in like, wicca pagan stuff like i'm not like deep hard in the paint as you say (laughs) but i'm definitely like tiptoeing you know in it so i'm like trying to do all the research because i did a lot of research last quarter like i had a course that was basically this and that was my entire like thesis or whatever true so i i've been doing it but uh there was recently a holiday like about like in between like the solstices and stuff and so i was like lit i'm gonna like try to celebrate that and that'd be, like, my intro to this fun stuff. 
Yeah. And I shit you not, spent $30 (laughs) on, like, candles and, like, crystals and fucking nonsense. Like, stuff that I didn't need. But boy, am I happy. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm living my life. I'm... (laughs) I want you to know... That when you said, boy, I am happy, we passed the 420 mark when we were recording, so. Oh my god, we, I think, we blew it, man. Yeah. We blew it. We uh, did it. We could have had a whole, like, oh my god, we fucking blew it. <laughs> <laughs> what were we doing? We we should have, okay, we need to, we need to, when we make podcasts, we need to plan them in the exact Certainty that we will be recording or having an upload date on 420. We that's just how we need to plan podcasts from now on. Because I mean, otherwise, fair. what's the point? What are we doing? Then I'm sorry to let you know that like we already passed April 20th. <sighs> like it's already May. <laughs> like, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I mean in the future, Allie. <laughs> oh okay. What All do right. you mean? <laughs> Did you think I was like, oh, man, in two weeks when it's 420? <laughs> Listen, I don't know what time you're in. I don't know where you're at. <laughs> I don't ask I those questions. I am above time. <laughs> I am bliss delight. I exist outside of time. Yep. Hello. <laughs> also, existing outside of time, hello to our new listeners. We have, like, new people. Hello. Hi. Hello, new friends that apparently oh. are enjoying this, so yeah. that's fun. First of all, our Twitter is bumping, which is great, and our fucking listeners are bumping, and it's great, and we're happy that you're here. Hello. Yeah, we actually stopped the cover charge, so I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we originally have a $5 only fee to get in, and also a two-drink minimum, so yeah. like, we're glad we had to get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're now allowed to order your ginger ale and Shirley Temple's free of charge. So that's yeah. good. So that's fun. Um, Shouts out to Coffee with Crunchel, who yeah. plugged the shit out of us because we paid them to. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to find out that Rachel actually enjoyed it, though. So that was a happy surprise. Yeah. But my main yeah. bin shows, so that was good. Um, <laughs> it has adjusted... Our little homepage, though, on iTunes in a very Uh, aesthetically pleasing way, which made me very happy. (laughs) And we did get a nice review, though. I know Kat did that, like, a couple weeks ago, but I figured it was worth shouting out now. Because you can rate and review us on iTunes. Do it. Subscribe. Come on, man. We've only been saying it for, like, six months. Millennia. Because, goddammit. 5,000 years. Uh. Since a new son has been born in the time. <laughs> Since the goddamn dawn of time. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. So anyway, Cody, how the fuck are you doing? I'm doing great. Do you want to tell our friends about your new revelation as far as warm drinks are going? Oh, well, <laughs> see, I feel like we're running out of content if we're just talking about my morning coffee. No, fuck <laughs> off. It. Put you in a good mood to talk about one of my goddamn favorite things today. It's true. I am in a very great mood. So, turns out, you can just fucking put whatever spices you want into coffee grounds, which, I mean, I should have known. I Thank you. I should have known. I should have known that, like, pumpkin spice coffee is, like, pumpkin spice in coffee grounds. Like, I should have. I should have known. I just didn't put that those two together. 
because I have a Keurig and it's a little bit harder to finesse that sort of thing. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, with the ground beans and whatever. But I fucking did it with, like, cinnamon and I'm living my goddamn best life right now. What Nothing if- can stop me. What if one of these times, instead of a faux air horn sound, I just drop, like, a fucking James Cameron, like, bass sound that they do in, like, action movies? Hey, what if God was one of us? Shut the fuck up! (laughs) 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 Do you know what sound I'm talking about, though? How could you not know the... Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, of course, I know. That was in, like, every YouTube video from, like, 2012 to, like, 2013, respectively. You know that guy on YouTube who makes the faux trailer sound? Yes. You know that guy? Yeah. What if one of those, one of these days for podcasts, I show up and I have his voice? <laughs> what if God was one <laughs> You have to stop setting it up like that. I can't not say it, Allie. I can't. <laughs> Sometimes I think that... When I ask questions like this, people think I'm high, and I'm really just a just shower thoughts blog as a person. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> God, I see. We had we missed so many opportunities for Bella to be like in her shower and having like going buck wild <laughs> with her brain because she does that when she's out of the shower. Like imagine where her mind would go untethered. <laughs> just honestly. Hey, Cody. Yeah. You want to talk about Twilight? I mean, this is a Twilight podcast, so we might as well. Okay. Because <laughs> things are kind of buck wild. It is literally buck wild. Yeah. I mean, there are not actually any bucks nor bulls, but, however, things are wild. Also, just so y'all know, because you're going to pick it up in the audio, um, Elvis is snoring. This morning. Um, he is having little pup dreams. Like, his feet are moving oh my a lot. God. It's oh my God. very adorable. <laughs> so, enjoy that oh with your little God. mental images. Um, so, no barks. Fingers crossed this morning. Um, but he's having his little pup dreams. So, we might get some yips, which is cute. Um, but just yips. enjoy that. And pup sitting is a very interesting life. Mostly tribulations, but sometimes... Some happy thoughts. Okay. Anyway, back on to what we actually do for this goddamn podcast. So, yeah, welcome to the Twilight. <laughs> 45 minutes in, we talk about Twilight. And also some dogs. Less werewolves, yep. mostly just little pups. Yep. So, chapter 19, race. You think that it's about Belle and Alice heading to Volterra, Italy. It's actually just about Bella wanting to fight flight attendants. For most of the chapter. <laughs> you are not wrong at all. Like, these poor flight attendants have to deal with so much shit all the time. And Belle is just here throwing hands <laughs> at any goddamn moment. Yeah. It's unreal that all they want to do is try to help her. It's a, it's a cross-country flight from what right. we have to assume. So they're doing their best trying to make her as comfortable as possible. And all she wants to do is be like, you know what? Fuck off. Fuck your life, honestly. Fuck your profession. Yeah. Fuck you for all that you have learned about hospitality. (laughs) You know nothing. (laughs) And I'm just going to sit here and be pouty the entire time, actually. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Unreal. She spends like a whole paragraph being like, these flight attendants are too cheerful. This 
actual pilot is standing outside and greeting oh people. God. The audacity, first of all. It's like, I, homie, this is their job. You think they want to do this? You think they want to, they're smiley all the time? Like, they put on a fucking show for those sweet dollars and, you know, for the rich white women in first class to, like, give them their Us Weekly when they're finished reading them. Right. You know, they just, they're, they're milking the system because that's their profession. Bella. There are people who are terrified of flying, and they want to make sure that their pilot is a real human. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, not some shadowy figure that's just, like, a robot yes. flying the plane, controlled by the government or something, you know? Like, <laughs> they want to know who's making their chemtrails, Bella. Oh, Fuck off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, we all saw Bill Nye saves the world. Chemtrails aren't real. Anyway. I know, I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) But I would believe Bella to, like, totally be on that conspiracy theory. (laughs) I I mean, she is, like, a biology binge, though, so... You're not wrong. But also, she hasn't been to school in, like, 7,000 years, so at this point... I mean, you're right. And has no plans for higher education. (laughs) I mean... Because her college fund is literally just pennies at this point. (laughs) I mean, you right. (laughs) (laughs) i will say like bella is being insufferable on this plane but also alice is also being a little bit insufferable it's true because like i think it's later in their flight because like she finds out that like hey so edward's like gonna do it and he's just gonna like rip off his shirt at high noon (laughs) and we gotta go man (laughs) he's just be kind of gonna become a becca highlighter and sacrifice himself to the votori and then she's like screaming <laughs> as she's doing this and, like, getting the play-by-play in her brain. Yeah. And it's, like, a night flight, so everyone's definitely sleeping or trying to sleep. The yep. lights are all down, and the flight is like, hey, man, you guys want, like, pills or something? You know, you want to, like, get into that, like, sleep mode or whatever? And she's like, shut the fuck up! There are things <laughs> in my brain right now! How dare you! Yep. Well, there's... There's a few things that happen prior to them switching flights, though. A few right, things right, that are right. a little confusing to me, too. So <laughs> Alice has a conversation over the phone with Jasper, which, first of all, my heart. Yeah, my of, entire soul just broke. <laughs> yes, because the the true OTP of this entire series is Alice and Jasper, which yeah. hurts, first of all, when she lies to him. And she's like, no, 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 it'll be fine. It's all good. Which, like, excuse me, first of all, <laughs> don't do that. Stephanie, no, no, no. Stephanie, don't do that, first of all. And then the fact that when Alice is explaining how Edward is going to react, because she's giving... Bella the kind of play-by-play of right. all of the the possible options. And one of the first ones prior to when he's going to rip open his shirt a la, like, Enrique Iglesias style during this <laughs> is that when he goes to the Volturi and gives his options, if they go and let him know that they're there. He mm-hmm. could quote throw a Buick into a wall, which fucking what <laughs> is the most Gemini thing I have personally ever heard. Oh uh, my god! Both Twilight of those Moons, sponsored by Buicks, apparently. <laughs> Honestly, 
<laughs> Both of those things are the most Gemini thing I have ever heard. Absolutely. It's like, hey, I'm gonna try to stop you from doing what you're doing because you may or may not be actually wrong and heard something wrong. It's like, absolutely not. Fucking throw a vehicle <laughs> into the goddamn sun. Yes. The important thing, though, and I don't know, I guess we get a little bit of logic in this, is mm-hmm. Alice actually explains some almost guilt about bringing Bella along for this, which mm-hmm. I thought was important. She's felt a lot of guilt recently, and so it's kind of, like, weighing on her a lot heavier now. Because, yes. Because, like, she's seen what happens when she fucked up with Bella. So yeah. now that she's like, oh god, what if it happens again? Or, like, what if something actually bad happens? Yes. It'll also be my fault again. Right. And also, she goes into explaining more of who the Volturi are. Because yeah. the fact that Bella like, knew- Bella has no idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she knew vaguely who they were from the beginning of right. this novel. Because the fact that the, the picture was in Carlisle's office. But, I mean, obviously yeah. not a lot of who they are. And to be fair- when she first heard the Voltora, she was too busy macking on Edward and, like, True. quoting Romeo and shit. Because <laughs> they're garbage human beings. <laughs> yes. And so she was like, oh, dangerous vampires, cute, man, 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 and whatever, not even paying attention yes. to what was happening. Yep. And so now she's like, do you even know what they do? And she's like, I, fuck if I know. Like, I just know that they're bad boys. That's literally it. Yeah, they're like old vampires, right? And Right, they Alex- just, like... <laughs> Alice just stares at her. <laughs> Bella, god damn it. <laughs> but why do you think we're running, my dude? Like, what do you think this is? Like, what? <laughs> we're just gonna say hey to our, like, gonna have a good time. No, man. No. Nope. Fuck out of here. Yep, exactly. Alice explains them as, quote, talented. And there's a lot <laughs> of ellipses in these. Yes. <laughs> which is great. So she explains the guard as well. And that they have, quote, formidable gifts, which is nasty. But she explains it in a way that's supposed to be threatening, since they are supposed to make Alice and Edward's gifts look like parlor tricks. Mm. So, yikes, I guess. (laughs) And also the fact that the Volturi curate the people around them for their abilities. So, that's great. Yeah, well... I do think that it's worth noting that throughout this whole conversation, there's a guy sitting next to Alice and Bella, the businessman. Um, (laughs) And Bella has described him this whole time as having a a power tie. And so this novel was published in 2008. So he's supposed Mm -hmm. to have a laptop with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they started talking, he had put his headphones, quote, conspicuously in his ears. So it's just <laughs> wild to imagine that when they're having this, like, super hefty conversation, there's just, like, some dude sitting next to them. I love the, just the addition of a power tie. Like, that was not at all necessary to, <laughs> to no. construct in this character at all, but it was so good. <laughs> What is a power tie? What does that what mean? Does it, even atta- does it have powers? What does it what does it do? Like what is what makes it a power tie? Whenever I Does think- it make you succeed at your business? Like I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, like is it a lucky tie or is it what you have as your image on your Tinder bio like from Unreal? Listen. <laughs> I don't know. I have questions. I need to 
I need to buy a tie and or a bow tie at some point because I I'm, I need to go to a place that's like business casual and I am <laughs> understandably lost and confused <laughs> as how that would work in terms of my wardrobe, which is all t-shirts and jeans. <laughs> so yeah. now I need to know, like, power tie. <laughs> I can kind yeah. of finesse. <laughs> yeah, if I wear like yoga pants and yeah. a cotton t-shirt but i wear a power tie is it yeah. business but, casual yes <laughs> like I don't, what does that mean does it just qual? does it just make all the all the other things that you're wearing which are literal garbage seemingly amazing because it's a power tie i have questions yeah i do think it's worth noting that alice puts bella into her place when she's she tells Bella to knock it off, <laughs> um, which was Good. my favorite thing, um, because she tells she's like, knock it off, Bella, or we're turning around in New York and going back to Forks. <laughs> Bella's like, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> I will turn this plane around, I swear to God. Yeah, exactly. Literally, that voice is what I imagine, too. Yeah, she says, if we're too late for Edward, I'm going to do my damnness to get you back to Charlie, and I don't want any trouble from you. I was like, damn, all right, well, you go, Alice. (laughs) I got you. I see how this is going. Uh, um, Also, I just want a clarifying question from you, since you're more of an expert on the East Coast than I am. Great. When Stephanie Meyer says... Quote, after an eternity, the plane began to descend toward New York City. Um, what airport is she referring to? Because <laughs> I have yeah, a few okay. questions. <laughs> okay, so there's none on, like, Manhattan, right? Because that's right. fucking crazy. There's no space for that. <laughs> yeah. But, so there's there's definitely one in New Jersey. Yeah. And there's one in Queens. Yeah, so they're all basically in, like, Queens, which is a borough of New York City. But it's not, like, Manhattan, New York City. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's, like, it's like I don't know, probably an hour away or 45 minutes. So is that what she means by New York City? Yeah, probably. Okay. Because, like, she's definitely not <laughs> flying into, like, Times Square. <laughs> Just right. fucking deucing it out. Or Jersey. Who knows? But, you know. Because I had questions. Because <laughs> I'm not an expert on NYC, right. but I was aware of the fact that you don't just fly into downtown. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. The two main airports, like JFK and Newark, are in Queens. Okay. Because so, there's a lot of space, and it's, like, not a city. It's, like, an actual, like, whatever. But it's still, like, New York City, technically. Okay. But, Yeah. Yeah, just imagine flying into, like, fucking Brooklyn. Just like, yeah, man, just this sweet airport. No, man. The usual. (laughs) Just, you know, Stephanie Meyer writing about places that she does not currently live in. What is she, J.K. Rowling? Oh, my God. (laughs) I know what America looks like. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Once they get onto that connection the night connection that's when we get the fantastic mention of what you were talking about (laughs) um of the the lovely dude flight attendant being like the just trying his best just doing his job yep the night flight when the lovely ladies tell him to kindly fuck off (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Which, rude, first of all. Yep. Oh, my God. The fantastic thing about that, too, is we next get Bella on a flight on their way to save Edward, telling Alice to, um, oh, I don't know, change her. And Fucking bitch. Like, what do you <laughs> And not just in such casual words, but to literally, quote, bite me. As if we couldn't have put it any better, folks. Oh, God. Like, as if they weren't surrounded by so many people. Why do you think, what do you think was going to happen? Did you think she's like, yeah, you know what? Fucking turn your head. We're we're doing this right now, my boy. Like, no. What? I mean, Alice couldn't have responded any better with, you are so bizarre, even for a human. Literally. So. (laughs) Wait. It's like, yeah, man, just fucking turn me into a vampire on this fucking economy flight to fucking Rome. Like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) As if I won't be, like, writhing in pain for days afterwards. Like, you know, it's just going to be a chill thing. I'm going to bite you. going to be a vampire. It's going to be lit. And then it's going to be great. Nothing will change. You'll totally be fine. It'll be great. Yep. Nope. No, 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 no. (laughs) (sighs) Bella, in what world would you have seen that going well? I know it's been a long time since you've been with our vampire boys, but, like, it's not... You shouldn't have forgotten how this works. Because you were so close to doing it. <laughs> well, and she was so close to doing it, and she is aware of the fact that it takes three days. So what did she expect she was going to do? Just push <laughs> through the plane and save Edward anyway? Bella. Come on. Come on, Bella. Come on, BB. <laughs> I know that you think that you have some unhuman, superhuman, perhaps, control, but, like, no. Nope, nope. You are the most human of anyone you are involved with. Oh, God. Anyway, Alice still is having the most amount of visions, cross-Atlantic visions, anyway. (laughs) Um, And he... Is continuing to change his plans. We find out that Edward has stuck with the Becca highlighter plan of just yeah. walking out in the sun, which, great. Love it. And expose himself to the people. <laughs> Thankfully, just, like, his top half. We're not doing, <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh, my God. Nothing less... Hold, like, wait, we didn't even think about this. Allie, this is important. Shut it down. Fucking shut down the podcast. We need to talk about does his dick sparkle? Allie. <laughs> um, yes. Guys, we haven't... This is so important, guys. guys this is just... How did it take us 25 doing? episodes? How did it take us this long to talk... Oh my god. <sighs> yes, it does. Like, of course, why wouldn't it? Oh my god. What have we been doing? Of course it does. Like, of course, obviously, obviously. Which means, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) So, okay. So all of his, all of his skin glitters. Right. Right. So, his... Asshole glitters. I, <laughs> See, I was gonna say 
as, I wasn't going to say as whole, because that just doesn't seem like a great time. But, like, I'm imagining his pasty ass. <laughs> just, like, yeah. sparkling. He has a glittery bum. <laughs> That's funny. And it's all... Re- <laughs> oh, no. It's already, like, the color of a sheet of paper at this point. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> <laughs> he has a Lisa Frank bum. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, <laughs> we Adam? have to get out of here. Okay, stop. okay. Let's think about Florence <laughs> instead, and not the beautiful city. <laughs> the city, yes, not Florence Welch, even though that would be a fantastic conversation. So here's the thing: Alice has a proclivity for enjoying nice cars. Mm-hmm. So of course. That would only mean that when she's international, she would, of course, steal nice cars. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Yes. So Desperate times. Yeah, of course. So when it comes to saving Edward, this time it's less Ocean's 8 and more GTA, which (laughs) means a bright yellow Porsche, obviously. Because you know, something that's really inconspicuous. Yeah. Nothing is gonna ju- no one's gonna notice and be like, hey man, nah, totally chill. Yeah, but it's fast, which is my favorite. <laughs> fast. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine how fast that car goes though? Is a thing. Ugh. Very fast. Once they get in the car and they start heading to Volterra, we find out from Alice that there's a festival going on. Um, ironically, St. Marcus Day. Um, a Christian holiday, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's not just any St. Marcus, but it is, in fact, the Marcus of the Volturi. Of which, course. Of course. <laughs> so that's fantastic. Um, we find out that Edward is still planning on noon, so that's great and once they get closer to the city of course knowing bella and knowing stephanie there's like three pages worth of describing (laughs) the city (laughs) and it's very tuscan is the way that it's described Mm -hmm. and the last words of the chapter are alice saying volterra That's how it transitions to chapter 20, which is Volterra. (laughs) Really sick segue. Yes. Steph, just really good. Yep, exactly. The cool thing about this, too, and I was interested in looking into it because the way that they're currently depicted in Mm. the novel is somewhat foreboding, but mostly just powerful, not necessarily... Good or bad, uh, currently anyway. Sure. So I was curious to see how Stephanie Meyer came up with Volterra, because it's not like a real, there isn't really a real basis for it. So I looked up what the stem of... It's not part of her two Google searches on vampires from 1995? No, it is not. Um, So I was curious what the stem of it was, because, hi, I'm an English teacher. Uh, (laughs) So I looked up what V-O-L is, and it's a Latin prefix, and it means wish or will, 
Hmm. And so I found that that was a little interesting because the idea of them having a lot of power and kind of being the force that enacts that power. I don't know. I'm a nerd for that stuff. So I thought that that was super cool. Um, Hmm. The way that this chapter starts is that there's basically a vampire convention going on (laughs) with this (laughs) festival. Uh, Everybody is just in red. That's basically how you celebrate this festival. So, like, was it International Women's Day or... (laughs) I mean, basically, yeah. I think that's how you celebrate St. Marco's Day here. That's basically what I take this festival as, so... They're all wearing, like, red, but they're basically just Planned Parenthood shirts. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's what it means. The red hats, the red shirts, the red flags... Um, I mean, dripping, like, long ribbons. I mean, that's basically, like, blood, right? So. Come on now. (laughs) Yeah. I think that for some reason, they were ahead of their time. So I. Yeah, truly. Damn. (laughs) So I think that it's worth noting that Alice, like, tries to pay off a guard. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to describe that? Real quick. Well, because she tries to, like, there's so some point where she's like, okay, we need, like, another fucking way to get in here, my dudes. And so she, like, tries to do, like, the whole smile charm type thing that Edward is very good at, but it doesn't seem like it's working so much for her. Yes. <laughs> Not as much, though. And then she just, like, fuck. And then she, like, just takes out money. He's like, I just, come on, get me, we just need to get in here. Come on, dude. He's like, you know what? It's, it's a slow day. Whatever. Let's just go. Yep. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, because the whole city is blocked off so that right, all yeah. these people can march through for the it's festival. It's like walls of people. Like, there's no space anywhere. They're all just, like, just waves of people. And her with this small yellow Porsche is like, excuse me, I need to beep, get beep, through. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, of course, by some point, she has to stop. And it's like, well, Bella, guess you gotta go. Yeah. So, Bella. Now, I mind you, I need you all to understand. <laughs> Bella has to get out and run to oh. save Edward. Why would we give her this much responsibility for a thing that she is not capable of doing? Historically so, and systemically, uh, she cannot run. We've known this for a book and a half now. So, she has to run. She's on a time crunch, and oh. Edward is involved. I just, why did how, you think this was a good idea? How would this go well, is what I'm saying. Never. Never. No. no. Years. And, like, it's not as if it's an open space. It's no. flat ground. No. She knows where she's going. No. Like, everything is, is set for her. Nope. Literally, everything's stacked against her at this point. Of course. There's cobble fucking uh, on the ground, and there's literally waves of people that she has to, like, maneuver through. And also, Bella probably at some point has some form of fucking anxiety and just is not great at, like, pushing people around in general, especially when having to run fast, which is also something she can't do. When it comes to terms of if she doesn't do it, the love of her life will be dead because of her. These are yep. not great circumstances to put on your brain, especially the brain of Bella Swan, who's not good at dealing with trauma and or high-stakes situations at any given moment. Absolutely. <laughs> so, like, Steph, <laughs> come and on. yet, 
here we are. Oh, God. It's a fucking nightmare. Yep. So she's trying to push past people. And also, like, I'm trying to imagine the imagery, too. So all of this red, all of these tall buildings, the wind is whipping through. So there's also the sound and also the people are yelling. So, like, she's Mm. overstimulated, too. And I... Everything about that makes me hella stressed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And it even mentions that, like, she was nearly crying as she's getting towards this pool that she has to run through. So now the wind is freezing. She's having to run through, so she's wet as well. Mm-hmm. And then she sees him. She's starting to scream, which great. That's the last thing that we need Bella doing is also exerting herself vocally. (laughs) And then, so she finds him, she's running towards him, slams into him. And I think it mentions too, that once she like actually runs into him. Oh yeah. That the force would have hurled her to the ground if, he wouldn't have caught her and that it knocked the breath out of her and her head snapped back, which, oh my God. great. Ugh, really <laughs> Ex- good image there. Thank you. That is exactly what you look forward to when you're reunited with someone that Ugh. you care about. Great. And so I was thinking, I was hoping <sighs> that was going to be like the same thing with, um, like when, Edward fucking slams into her in that, like, when he, like, quote-unquote saves her from, like, that fucking car nonsense that happened in the first book. Then she just, like, fucking goes on top of him, and they're just, like, laying down in the crowd in the middle of all these fucking people, and he's just like, ha, hello, everyone, look at my shiny chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, absolutely not. Boom, and, like, slams into him on the crowd. Oh, my God. Like, WWE, like, just... <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yep. <laughs> Smack down. So, she runs into him, great, Mm -hmm. while he's trying to be extra as hell. The worst. (laughs) And the first thing out of Edward's mouth (laughs) is, Cody, would you do me the honors? Hold up, are we talking about the Carlo thing and the Romeo thing? Because they're both intolerable. (laughs) Well, both, please. Okay, so, he's just like... Amazing. Carlisle was right. And fucking this bitch. Bella's <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, we gotta go. Like, come on, I'm alive. Hello, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then he's like, not getting the hint. And he definitely thinks that he's in hell and he's dead. And he's just with Bella being dead. And he's just like, you know what? And then he quotes fucking Shakespeare. And I'm not gonna read it because it Makes me want to throw up in my mouth a little bit. So, you know what? He quoted Bill. (laughs) I just don't want to. In what world? What a pretentious asshole. I wanted to rip up these pages and eat them. I just didn't want to look at them anymore. I just don't. Oh, my God. Oh. And then Bella's like, dude, see, I get what you're saying, but, like, we're very much alive. Hello, we gotta go. And he's just like, oh, shit. And then they're running. It's so good. He's so extra. I cannot <laughs> handle it. Uh. 
Yeah, his realization is so funny, too, because he doesn't even, <laughs> it's not even a, like, oh, his eyes don't even open. He just, like, moves back. Like, it's so <laughs> funny to me. And then we get the introduction of the peacocking between the guard, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Felix and Dimitri. Oof. And they're so extra. <laughs> Dimitri, though. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> um <laughs> Dimitri in the movies is really annoying, but he's portrayed, especially in the books too, he's portrayed to be very enticing. So I get mm-hmm. why they do it. He would definitely be a Slytherin. Um, <laughs> he's very cunning. He's very like, I don't know. He would be one of those people who would just like wink at, I don't know. He's just very, I don't know. He just, ugh. He annoys the <laughs> hell out of me. <laughs> um, anyway, the, the both of them come up and they're like, hey, so not cool, Edward. We wanted you to die low-key. But hey, we're like so happy you're alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's go chat. And Edward's like, mmm. No. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thanks. None of that. And we get lots of peacocking and arguing. And my friends, it is <laughs> interrupted by Jane, 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 Jane. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. I am so excited because not only does this mean more change and more drama and more fun, but this yep. also means Dakota Fanning. Oh shit, that's her. Yes. Lit. Yes. Yep. <laughs> My favorite thing about the way that this is described in here too <laughs> um, <laughs> is that Jane is described as uh, slim and androgynous, um, which is dope. And yep. Jane is described as a wide-eyed, full-lipped, Botticelli angel-like gargoyle. Which like fucking goals. Damn. <laughs> fucking mood. <laughs> Which is a a sentence that <laughs> would make a lot of people envious, that's for sure. Yep. Um yeah, Jane is a lot to handle, so it was mm-hmm. exciting to finally enjoy, that's for sure. Lit, lit, lit. Yeah. And then we finally get to start heading down towards their office lair. I don't fucking <laughs> like <laughs> it's um is is it like automatically a lair if they're supernatural? Like they just can't have like an actual cubicle or an office. Like it has to be a cubicle? Like a- <laughs> the Volcore cubicle? Yes. I don't know, man. <laughs> Listen, just because it's Rome and just because they're fucking vampires doesn't mean they have to, like, literally be, I don't know, like, in 1872. Like, it could just fucking... Now, all I they want... They can adapt to modern days, you know? All I want now is Dimitri and Jane fucking gossiping over the Volturi water cooler. <laughs> like, give me the office... But it's blood! That's what I'm saying! It's gonna Oh, fuck. Be... Right? Fuck me. Fuck uh. me. I want the office Volturi style, though, as the thing, where they're just, Mm -hmm. like, talking shit about each other, because Mm -hmm. Felix would definitely 
oh my god, this is all I've ever wanted is the thing. Anyway, um, they have to go down in this one, whereas in the movie, it's an elevator. And in the in the elevator, <laughs> I'm so excited for you to see this in the movie, because in the elevator, it's definitely um, opera music, which is fucking great. Um, so since they have to go down in this one, <laughs> they have to drop Bella because she can't jump. So oh there's definitely some great, <laughs> some great gems of Alice being like, yeah, drop her. It's fine. So good. Oh, man. And then we get some silly words because it's just some filler at this point. Uh, though it does say with Bella, though, um, she's like, I wanted desperately to know how we were going to die as if that would somehow make it better knowing in advance. <laughs> Bella, Bella. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> Stop. So we're just having them walk towards the Volturi cubicle. <laughs> and that's how the chapter ends. The last thing that they say is that they're stepping towards the door. And um, just so y'all know, because Edward is back now, the last thing that the chapter ends with, Cody, do you want to do us the honors? Beside me, Edward tensed, his jaw clenched tight. We are back, y'all. <laughs> we are back. It's like, no- it's like nothing ever happened. It's like we, we didn't have these like 400 pages of nonsense in between now and twilight it's just like it's like we're back with our boys you know yep <laughs> this ridiculous i would have screamed if it was clenched fist i would have just screamed and just quit this podcast and just rolled over but he is back he is clenched he is annoyed he's ready to go yep oh we're back y'all oh guys <laughs> the boys are back the boys are back in town <laughs> the boys are back in town god bless what a time. So next week, fucking chapters 21 and 22. We're in the 20s now. The verdict and the flight, respectively. Ooh. We are almost done. We're almost done. We have so, read so much. This book is so long. It's our second to last episode about New Moon. Wow, this is going really fast, actually. I oh, know, right? God. What the fuck? <laughs> We're gonna watch another movie soon. I we know. Have to, like plan a watch together. <laughs> oh my god. Yep, in three episodes. Damn. Get ready, y'all. Because if you haven't, if you weren't here for our last movie watch, it's lit, and we live tweet, and it's great, and it's gonna be a good time. Oh, um, so we'll have details about that probably next week. Next week, yeah, yeah. So get ready. <gasps> Do we have a fun fan fiction? We do, yes. Um, I didn't give you a choice this week. Great. I hate decisions, as we know. <laughs> okay. So this one is titled The Colons Read Twilight, Book One. <laughs> and it's by Heaven Deanne Cullen. Mm-hmm. The description is... This story takes place a month before Twilight started, so Bella is just deciding to move to Forks to live with Charlie. Edward and the Cullens have been in Forks for about a year and a half, so they're just getting used to being in the background. Alice one day has a vision while shopping in Seattle with Jasper about finding four books and buying them just off the sides and the titles because they sound like something Edward would say. When they get back to the family, she gathers everyone, saying she wants to read these books as a family. 
Disclaimer, I don't own Twilight. Stephanie Myers does. <laughs> and this was published May 5th. Great. Great. It's like <laughs> Okay. I, and I'm reading this from chapter one. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I'm so nervous. I don't know why. It's just so bad. Great. Okay. Edward, I asked. Yeah, why not? I want to know what is going on as, as much as the rest of you. Okay. It is unanimous then, and we will start to read the books, I told everyone. Who wants to read first? I asked. I think I should be, I think I should, being the head of the family and all. It is my duty to figure out what this threat may be, Carlyle said. And with that, he took the book from me and opened the cover, only to find the letter in the cover. Dear Collins, this book and the three that follow are from the future. Edward, your future, to be exact, with a young girl who is named Isabella Swan, and uh. you may know her dad, Chief Charlie Swan. Anyway, Bella, as she likes to be called, just made the decision to move to Forks in just over a month from the time you got this letter. I will not tell you the reason why she is moving to Forks, but the books will. Read and change things about the events that are to come, but until Bella figures out certain things, do not tell her about these books. Under no circumstances can I tell you that enough. Have fun, SM. Well, let us get to it, shall we, Carlyle says. And scene. Uh, 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 uh. No. <laughs> this is my hell. This is hell. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what do you mean? Ah, uh, Stephanie Meyer from the future wrote the fucking Twilight books and gave them to Edward for him to live his life with Bella Swan. What? No. Oh, no. Oh, shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> oh, no. This is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Earbud Media, where you can find all the other Earbud Media productions like Fem as Fuck and Strange Little People. You can, if you want to pitch a show to the network, you can do so at bit.ly forward slash Earbud Pitch. And if you want to help fund the network through our fun little GoFundMe, you can do so at bit.ly forward slash Earbud Media or click the link in the show notes. You can find this show everywhere at Into the Twilight and you can you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. You can also rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes. It really helps a lot. Our theme music is done by Eli Krauss. You can find it at krausshelps.com. And our artwork is done by Mike Padilla, who you can find at yourghosthost44 on Instagram. You can find me on the internet at Cody Captures and Ally at 23ofMe everywhere. Uh, as we say at Forks, <laughs> get bit, y'all! <laughs>